Welcome to 10 Minute Tuesday, where I share with you some of my favorite learnings from some of my favorite people in under 10 minutes. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Shared Diversity Podcast. My name is Dina Port, brand communicator, content artist, and author. And each week I introduce you to an amazing person, story, or message to help you empower yourself in your career and life. On here, you can find exclusive interviews with successful businesswomen where we discuss topics around business, branding, and womanhood. And if you'd like to see the video version of this or any other episodes, go and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn on Shared Diversity and myself at Cineport so you can join giveaways and learn more about building a personal brand and career. What you're saying really resonates with me because what I don't talk about a lot, and some people know, some people don't. I mean, definitely the people know who, who have been with me from the start because this podcast has evolved from like a journal of a revert to what it is now, alhamdulillah. Um, I converted to Islam three, almost four years ago. And I didn't have the environment that I wanted to have to be become the woman that I wanted to become and the life that I lived before, my environment, my connections, people I knew just were, wasn't the right one to go into that person. Like you said, I had to unlearn a lot of things. I had to redefine how I want to live my life and really regain that trust in myself. Also being in a Western society, I think it would have been way easier reverting in like a place that is majority Muslim or at least you know Africa even would be way more diverse than anything here in Europe everyone's saying like Europe is so diverse so many languages but people are not very welcoming to people of other faiths so I had to really redefine what it means for me to be a woman a woman of faith a woman of color to find my space to find people in my space to find safe spaces where I could also express myself and I think a lot of people knew that I didn't have that space that's why I created it and for me it was also important to give other women of faith the platform to speak about what they do what they are about because you would always be put in that box like let's just get a woman, you know, a Muslim woman to talk about this, or let's just get a black woman to talk about this because they're all the same and have all the same opinions, right? Um, Again? Sorry, we have different experiences. Very different. Um, And I think we can learn so much from each other, just, just understanding how much we share, but also how much there is a difference and a diversity and in how we live life how we look at life how we you know just approach um our growth as women so that was really the like emotional way of starting this podcast and starting this journey and starting my brand as well because some people know i had a i had a podcast with shah Bata. she's a uh, and beauty lifestyle self-care influencer now as well and she started out as a um hair care influencer natural hair care and then she started wearing the hijab so she had to rebrand herself entirely and I really felt that like you have to just I had to rebrand myself from the scratch I really started with zero followers zero network like literally all my LinkedIn gone (laughs) all the people I knew gone 
uh, nothing about me on on the internet, on social media, nothing. And that's what I, where I saw the importance of branding come in. So I, I saw that from like a space that was not very happy, but I found so much happiness in a space which I couldn't control. Like I could, I find when you say that, right? When you say, like some people just don't know that there are other ways to live. And I didn't know that there are other ways to grow a network and, and find people that I could vibe with. Like I thought I had to go to networking events and like just mm-hmm. be there two hours shaking hands with random people. <laughs> Those things are gone. <laughs> gone. And I'm so happy they are. <laughs> so I saw this and, and that would in, like conclude my story for the beginning. Like someone said on Instagram, um, the, the fruit has to fall from the tree in order to create a new tree. So like you have to fall first to create something beautiful and something strong and something like really planted in the, in the earth. And that's what I had, like that feeling is what I had when I, when I started my brand. And some people might think that's very, it's very philosophical for just branding. branding <laughs> but that's why I put- <laughs> What? I said branding is philosophical. It is. And like, I just don't, I don't say this just like that. That's why I feel so much connection with the topic because I saw the importance of it in my life and not only in my career, but also in the people I meet, the company I keep. So that's so far my story, but I wanted to talk about your story. So let's, let's talk about it. I I love that you have created, I mean, you said something so powerful. You said you created a space that you can control. And if you remember, like my definition of a vivacious woman is someone who knows they could start over and they could create something where they have ownership of that. Yes. Right. And especially as like, I mean, you are a Muslim woman with the hijab, like you created a space where other women who either believe what you believe or see themselves in you feel like it's okay to be outspoken it's okay to have a podcast it's okay to show your face and like be vivacious like that doesn't limit you you know and same thing here that was kind of like my driving force like I'm so uh, my story is I'm I'm born in Egypt I was raised in Kuwait um and you know living in Kuwait for a while. I mean, it's such a different culture than the US, right? Um, I was always under the guidance of my parents, of course, like in Egypt, you grow up, you get married, then you have someone else, you know, and like, it's always like, I didn't feel ownership of my life. But of course, as a, a child, I didn't think about it, right? So we ended up moving to the US when the Egyptian revolution happened. And that's where everything changed for me. I saw opportunities. So for me, it almost feels like the opposite, right? Like I came here and I saw all these, this world where I can, as a young woman, work and make my own money. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was the first taste of freedom. How old were you when you went to the U.S.? Um, I was 19 when I moved to the U.S. Um, we moved to Texas first. So we moved with my parents. Um and I got my first waitressing job. <laughs> and I was like, this is incredible. And at that time, that's I didn't so even... American. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, I feel so like the girls in the movies, you know? <laughs> and I was like, 
Wait, because in Egypt, you don't do that. Like you go to school, you study and you graduate, then get a good job. Right. And I'm saying good job in quotes. Um, and then you, like I said, get married and, and that's it. Like you have someone else like either supply you with what you need or you go out and work. But like to me to move to a place that the dynamic was completely different, right? So it's like a reverse like thing that's happening for me. I was like, wait a second. Dad said that I now need to go help him out and go make my own money because no one's going to pay for me anymore. And I was like, that's incredible. Um, I was working at all these restaurants. I was being treated not so well, but I was making good money. I was using my personality. And I realized that the, like something about my personality was getting me more tips. I think that was just kind of like the first like thing that was like, this was like initial personal branding without knowing it was personal branding, right? People would like ask about me, oh, the girl with the curly hair, that's like so bubbly and fun. She's like petite, like, is she here today? Like they wouldn't even know my name, but they would know how to describe me. And I was just- Okay, let me write that down. That's not personal (laughs) branding. Thank you. <laughs> right. But it's like incredible how people get these feelings about us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it looks like I'm on vacation, but it's a feeling that I'm creating around who I am. So anyways, that's and just consciously as well. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's just personal brand. That's what personal branding is, right? You're memorable. People remember you for certain things. Anyways, it's, it was making me money because I literally wasn't the fastest person. I get so stressed when I'm multitasking. Um, so it really was just that I would come back and check on everyone and make conversations and like make everyone feel loved and welcomed. And I would make a lot of tips. Anyways, I ended up saving a lot of money and wanting to go on my first trip because that would be like, I am, be- I am becoming, right? Like Michelle yes. <laughs> Obama's becoming. I'm like <laughs> stepping into my womanhood now. I made the decision to book a one-way flight to, um, sorry, that wasn't a one-way flight, but that was my first solo trip to Southeast Asia. And I told my mom, of course she freaked out, she cried. Uh, I think in my story, there's a lot of moments where my mom just- Cried is- out good or bad? <laughs> she's just upset because like I'm going to travel by myself you know of course I'm her baby and like you know culture we're like we're not doing that so to her that was like a shock like why is Marina doing that I was like I promise you I'll be safe I'll talk to you every day Uh, I've researched everything (laughs) that maybe was a lie (laughs) but I went on my first solo trip and um, I just got exposed to a life of Um, freedom out there and I saw that there was a lot of people from Europe doing this already like traveling and traveling solo a lot of women from Europe but I've never seen it in the U.S. and I've never seen Egyptian women or Middle Eastern North African women do this Um, so it was an incredible experience but again I would always get the oh where are you from like how are you doing this how did your parents let you so I realized that okay this is something in the back of my head I want to help more people to do that So anyways, after doing all that, going to school, I went to school for fashion design. And when I graduated, I decided I want to become this famous fashion designer. I'm going to be working at big companies. Um, And I ended up going to New York. I had no plan. But to me, New York seemed like the beacon of like fashion. Like this is the world I want to be in. It's so glamorous, right? Um, And I came to New York, no plan. And then I networked a little bit and ended up getting a job at Victoria's Secret. 
with L Brands doing fashion design work. Um, that wasn't a good experience for me because I just don't fit into corporate culture. I realized it was more me than anything else. I felt like unaligned. I think that's the word. Just so in not alignment. What is the opposite of alignment? In alignment? think so out of alignment <laughs> out of alignment let's just say that right I felt so out of alignment because it wasn't matching my values it wasn't matching my creativity it wasn't matching who I wanted to be most importantly it wasn't matching my personal brand right I wasn't vivacious there I was I wasn't bubbly because I was seen as like oh silly or like like my word didn't matter or what I have mm. to say wasn't heard and also, I mean, there wasn't really diversity, right? Like I was the only, I think I was in the desi designer like team. I was the only woman of, woman of color. Um, there were other people who are women of color and men of color as well. But like they were in the production teams, like their mm -hmm. production, you know, because they have to communicate with overseas factories and all of that. It was a weird experience for me to be in corporate for the very first time and feel I'm not a shy person and I'm very outspoken. I mean, I've done a lot of service based jobs like waitressing, you know, for so many years. I yeah, was you learned. Yeah. And I like all my jobs that I've done throughout school have been about being outgoing and being outspoken. But Sina, it was insane. Like I was not speaking. Like I would literally be in meetings and I would disappear in the background. Um, and that's kind of like, that was like it for me. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Like I'm going, oh, I'm on the subway crying every day, trying to get to work. Mm. And I'm like, this is not for me. So I had to and go. That's a good sign as well for people, right? Like if something suppresses your personality and like turns you into a different human being, yeah. it's a good sign to pivot. Yeah. Pivot. Word get the, the hell out of there. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I just feel like a lot of us stay in one place and we get comfortable. But like you said earlier, we don't see other ways of living. Right. And that is my mission. Like literally, if I do anything in this life, my mission is to make other people see that there is a different way to live, earn money, earn respect and <laughs> like travel too while you're doing it. Like, I don't know why it's a dream. And I think because we had this era of uh, digital nomads and, mm -hmm. you know, the beautiful blondes with their long hair and their hats going to Bali and living life. Mm -hmm. And we didn't see ourselves in that, right? We didn't see the black girl, the Muslim girl. We didn't see anyone from any other cultures doing that and living. And we thought it was something for the elite, someone something for women who have their parents giving them money or whatever. And like I said, if there's anything I want to do, I want to show people that it's possible because I made all of my money. I've paid through like, because there's this assumption that I'm Egyptian and my culture is basically where my parents pay for everything until I get married, then my husband would maybe help me with that. Right. But like my parents never like paid for my school my parents mm. never did that. So it's like, and because we moved here and we didn't have the capability of that, right? In the beginning, they were when I was in Egypt. Yeah. This switch like made me think like, what about the women who don't come from a background where their family could help them or they have that support of a loved one? You know, which nothing is wrong with that, right? 
but like if you don't have that how do you build something for yourself make that money and travel and go do whatever your heart desires leave corporate um so yeah that was the long story I usually have the short version that I shared at the beginning <laughs> I know and that's why I wanted for you to talk about the longer version um yeah. and for me it's so important that we talk about this because I think some of the things that you said and I'm not trying to to suppress this episode to one topic because this is just a beginning episode and we are going to keep chatting and talking yeah. uh, but I just wanted to kind of establish like the 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 conversations that people get to know you and understand where do you come from and what is the intention behind what you're doing because I think that's it's so powerful and I think a lot of people what you said is so true like I I read the four-hour work week and I saw these digital hashtag digital nomad pictures and I was just like I know it's I know it's possible because I did it but I can see a lot of people not seeing themselves in that And what I want to create as well is transparency about money-making, uh, also the ups and downs of business because people don't talk about this, right? It's always the Instagram story, swipe up to buy my course because you can see all the money flowing in my notifications. You see, you see? Um, but what happens if this doesn't work? What if you're launching your business and no money comes in in the beginning, right? What's what do you do afterwards? Um, Does that mean you're not made for business? No, it doesn't. It just means that you have a lack of experience and knowledge and, yep. and you learn. And we hope uh, we can kind of share our story as well and journey and process to, to help you learn. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure if anything here resonated with you, that you leave a like, that you are subscribed and that you leave something in the comments that could inspire someone else too. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, The Real Deal is going on at sinaport.com to get access to free resources and programs to build a brand that's true to who you are. And I'll see you next time, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.